Today on Elliott Wave TV, I'm talking with Robert Kelly, who edits Elliott Wave International's U.S. Stocks Intraday Pro Service and contributes to the monthly global market perspective. Hi, Robert. Nice to talk with you. Hi, Alex. Good to be back with you again. Now, you recently commented on the elevated level of the put-call ratio. Can you talk us through that and what the implications are over there? Well, it was a one-day reading last week, June 30th, that the CBOE put-call ratio hit 1.13. That was the highest reading. It actually tied the reading on May 18th. And that day, May 18th was a short-term bottom. And so my take on it was that probably the uh, small pullback we've seen was ending and that, that we should set the stage for a move on up to new highs in the S&P. And when looking at sentiment extremes, uh, you're not uber bearish uh, despite the extremes that exist. So uh, does the put-call ratio operate on a different time frame than the larger trend overall? Yeah, the daily put-call ratios are a lot more variable than, say, something like the daily sentiment index, which we follow on the S&P futures and some other indexes. And so the, the put-call ratio has kind of got to be uh, evaluated in a different way. Um, but the overall sentiment is, we, we saw the daily sentiment index on the S&P actually pull back to uh, 58 on June 29th, and that was the lowest reading since late April. So the sentiment extremes we've, we've seen recently have kind of worked off and have the market in a position uh, to potentially go slightly higher uh, and to put in a top. So. Yeah, we look at several different sentiment gauges. There's quite a few different surveys out there, and uh, you have to, you know, apply each view, uh, each uh, sentiment measure kind of on its own merits. And now the spikes in the VIX, do they happen at the same time as spikes in the put call? Typically they do, yeah. Usually when you have a bigger uh, surge in the VIX, it, it uh, coincides with a very high Put call ratio as uh, traders get bearish, uh, fearing additional decline, uh, loading up on puts. So yes, that's uh, quite often to see both those happen at the same time. And now, Robert, what sentiment gauges would you use to assess a potential larger turn in stocks as opposed to uh, these corrections in a still operative bull market? Well, I tell you, applying sentiment and analyzing sentiment is really a lot of art more than it is science. Uh, quite often you will see at major market tops, um, the sentiment numbers reaching lower highs than they have seen at you know, part of the way on the way up. So for example, uh, you know, you could have a third wave top and the DSI on the S&P gets to 92. You could have a fourth wave correction. The market goes to new highs and the DSI is only getting to 85. So, um, the numbers have to kind of be taken in context. Also, looking at a 10-day moving average of the daily sentiment index is another good good way to smooth out the very short-term swings. And when you see the 10-day and even the 30-day numbers getting elevated, uh, kind of combined with the wave count that's coming to an end, that's when you have to say, okay, yeah, there's a good potential that this is a significant top, uh, you know, occurring in this general time frame. 